what if, you know, I get to really, really consciously get to enjoy kind of that last moment that me and Alessandra will have together as, you know, it being just the two of us. And what a blessing that would be. Like, what a blessing that would be. Welcome to the Crystal Guardian Podcast. My name is Caressa, and this is a show on which I share about my life as a healer and crystal artist. Here, we meet at the crossroads of creativity and consciousness, art and spirituality, giving a voice to the visionaries of today. Hello, hello, and a very big welcome. I am feeling quite vulnerable the last few days, quite raw, pure, you know, kind of like an onion that has lost all its layers and there's just those inner few layers left. And... Yeah, everything that comes in comes in quite direct. Alessandro actually asked me, like, are you like, are you getting your period? Like, what's what's going on? Like, is everything okay? And I am not getting my period. So it's kind of strange that I'm thinking, like, oh, but it does really feel like there are some hormonal shifts in my body. You know, it's kind of those that unexplicable feeling of something's up and then you know like normally you would get your period a few days later and you'd be like right the world makes sense again but right now that is actually not the case and I checked in with my mentor Leona and she shared with me that she was also seeing a lot a lot a lot of similar feelings in the people around her and uh, I posted a little story on Instagram of me feeling that way and maybe possibly other people feeling that way too and I got so many replies that we're just all feeling a little bit raw right now and that's okay you know can we sit with that can we just be with it and you know being raw and open and vulnerable doesn't have to mean that we are sad, doesn't have to mean that the world is bad or wrong. Like maybe, yes, you cry over some very mundane conversations, but, you know, is that a bad thing? That is what I'm kind of rewriting for myself. Can I just be in that really tender place with myself? And can that just be where I am right now? And is that okay? And... Yeah, in in, um, the last new moon, I shared in the New Moon Musings newsletter, which is a newsletter that I put out every new moon. It's filled with, it's really just my creative outlets. Like I make really cool visuals. I tell a bit about crystals, do a lot of recommendations there of just things that have come on my path that I love and that I just feel like should be out into the world and people should know about it. Yeah, it's really a fun, a very, very fun project for me. And there's a lot of joy and there's a lot of 
happiness in there. Yeah, so if you if you want to get that in your inbox, you can sign up through the link in my Instagram bio because yeah, it's really like I'm very proud of it. It's it's one of my happy projects. But I was writing last New Moon Musings and somehow started writing all about fertility and all about the womb. And as some of you may know, this has been a really big theme throughout my whole life. I have always had hormonal issues and I have been diagnosed with PCOS, which is now, I think, five years ago. And I consciously say I have been diagnosed with PCOS and not I have PCOS because I feel like, you know, in the in the Western medicine world, which is great, just not always, it can be very much like, okay, we put this label on you and we give you the pill, which kind of subdues the, the symptoms of PCOS. And, you know, just call us when you want to have a baby and we'll put you on IVF and you'll be all good. You know, like you don't have to wait in line. You can just go right ahead because normally you have to wait a year if you want to start doing IVF. And yeah, it's just so silly. It really felt out of resonance for me. And I have been kind of rewriting the story of being able to heal PCOS naturally within my own body. If you're unfamiliar with PCOS, it is polycystic ovarian syndrome, usually kind of like how people see it. And, and they discovered it with me after I got a copper IUD and they did a scan of my womb and they saw all these eggs stacked up. It's, it kind of looks like a, a string of pearls at your ovaries because there's so many eggs there. Yeah, people that have PCOS, they don't have ovulations as much. And because of that, of course, if there's no ovulation, there's no chance of getting pregnant. So your chance of pregnancy is very low. You usually have more testosterone, have more bodily hair. You can have hormonal acne really bad, weight gain, which I luckily don't have. But it can be really gnarly. And yeah, so so that was me five years ago. And ever since I've been on this big, big journey to kind of heal myself in that. And of course, the womb is the house of the second chakra, the place of creativity, of life force energy, of fertility, of really our, our intuitive creation power that we have as human beings. So it's been so funny to me that you know, this is a field in which I work every day. And at the same time, there's this big unbalance there or or disbalance. And especially in the beginning, I wasn't doing anything creative at that moment. I was studying health science. I was in my first year and I switched from the pill to the copper IUD. And then kind of because the pill subdues all the symptoms of PCOS, it kind of puts everything in the in the ice age, like it puts it all on hold. And yeah, when I switched to the copper IUD, because I was feeling for myself, like I don't want to have any chemical hormones in my body. I wanted to go towards a more natural way of anti-conception. And yeah, and that is when the doctor started seeing that there were some irregularities. And I went through the whole process, got diagnosed. Also around that time, the symptoms started getting more and more and more. So, and, and one of the biggest things for me was that I 
sometimes didn't have a period for five or six months, which also increases the chances of getting ovarian cancer or I think um, more cancer in the walls of the vagina because, you know, the, the blood doesn't shed. So there's a bigger chance of stuff mutating there. Yeah, at the moment I was studying health science when, when all of that was happening and I wasn't really living a creative life. And actually one of the profound moments that I had was when I started creating the crystal grids or when I when I had the first idea of, oh, maybe I should do this, like I should go for it and make these grids and share them with the world. And I, I had this thought when I was with a healer and in her hallway, there were, were these beautiful artworks with yarn and kind of looked like these really cool portals. And I thought to myself, I could be the one, you know, hanging here. Like that could be me. So I went to the bathroom, walking through that hallway, and my blood started flowing after, I think at that moment, it was four months of having no blood. And for me, it would come as a total surprise back then because there was nothing like... I didn't have the signs in my body to tell me it was coming or, you know, it was just very much like it's it's here whenever it's here. And yeah, and I had that realization and then my blood started flowing and I felt like such a divine moment of my womb really telling me, yes, this is what you should do. Well, I guess you can all see where <laughs> this story went to because right now it is my profession. I do it as a, I'm, yeah, I'm a full-time artist over the years, I've healed this PCOS image within myself so, so, so much. Currently, I am at 40-day cycles, which is crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy to me to, you know, I like literally last cycle, it is for the first time ever that I put a notification in my calendar saying, you know, in the 40 days from then, period, question mark. Like, <laughs> can I predict this stuff now? It's, it's been such a foreign concept to me because I have never been in a cyclical body that was able to say, I am in this phase of my period right now and this is happening in my body. And it always felt like I, you know, and, and then people say, well, you can track the moon, but also didn't feel a resonance with that. So... Yeah, I'm feeling really happy right now that I'm I'm getting more and more towards a healthy place in my body, in my cycle. And it feels like it's picking up. I also have taken out my copper IED about two years ago. At the moment, I initially just wanted to exchange it for a smaller one because I was having some discomfort. So I wanted to just exchange mine for another one. And as they placed a new one, I spent 24 hours in total agony. I was in so much pain that times before that it was uncomfortable, but fine. Like I could just bike home and everything was okay. But this time I like I couldn't even go home. I called the doctor the morning after just in total pain, crying like, please take this thing out. I think it was my body saying no more of this foreign shit. Like you're just going to do it by yourself now. And ever since I noticed this has been quite a traumatic experience for my body because my body has been really keeping that cramp and that tension in my womb area. And this has really affected me and is still affecting me two, two years later. And I am seeing that my last four periods have been uh, really, really crampy. I have one day where I am 
out of the running. Like I cannot live. It is impossible for me. Now I am getting more so in a in a phase of okay, how can I heal myself in that? How can I support my body in that? It comes to more so fine-tuning now for me because my period's here, which is such a blessing. Yeah, how how I've healed this. I have tried so many things. I have gone through phases of taking like 20 supplements a day, which is ballistic and got me super nauseous and just was not feeling good for me. And I think it was last year that I found Iris Josephina, who is Cycle Seeds on Instagram. And she really helped me to get that full holistic view on my cycle, looking at my blood work, looking at my lifestyle, looking at my energy, looking at my nutrition, at my supplements, at really that full, you know, the physical part, but also the spiritual and the emotional part, because that was a very big thing for me as well. And I feel that she has helped me so much in getting to this place because, you know, it's just, it's one thing to do everything by yourself. And I also felt like I wasn't, I wasn't this typical PCOS image. So everything that I would read about PCOS, I would think I get it, but not for my body, which would make me feel very lost because I didn't know what to do for me. And now I am slowly getting to a place of, thinking about, you know, consciously stepping in my preconception phase, which feels so special to say. And you probably know, but me and Alessandro are getting married this October. Yeah, it feels very aligned for us to step into that next phase of our lives. We are both very happy. Like, obviously for me, I have been, yeah, I think I was 21 when I got the diagnosis. And ever since I was like, okay, so, because you hear all these horrific things, if you can't get pregnant, you'll have to do IVF, da, 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 da. So ever since, you know, years and years and years of my 20s, of my early 20s, I have been just focused on get my body in a position where it's able to have babies and just realizing the strong longing that I've had to have my own babies. And it's been really, oh, it's been a wait. And at the same time, I'm happy we we waited a bit until now, but at the same time, I am so ready. And I mean, like everyone who's close to me knows this, like it's it's not a secret that I'm just very, very happy to, yeah, become a mom like that. It just feels like that would make my life so, so blissful. And I know I'm speaking from a naive place and there's many moms around me and you know I also see the parts that are hard but yeah there's just this big 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 longing from within and Alessandro has always been the perfect the perfect dad like he has been a dad from the moment he was born yeah like getting closer and closer because of course I have to fit in my wedding dress this October <laughs> so nothing's happening until then but I have been very conscious about, okay, but how do I want to prepare my body if that is the the phase that we're slowly moving into? And how that's looked for me is 
well, especially with my womb having these super severe cramps right now. I have been using CBD oil. I use this brand called Heal Mary, which I have CBD and CBG drops at nights. And I use when I have cramps or when I just want to give some love to my belly. She has this beautiful, it's also a lube, but it's just oil with CBD in it. And I use it on my belly to soften and I take magnesium baths often. I take magnesium before I go to bed. I am really trying to get myself in or get my body in a soft and receptive state, you know, being in that parasympathetic nervous system to be able to receive. Yeah, it's been really special to have those moments and to be conscious about why I am treating my body that way and with what intention I am doing that and really preparing kind of the the soil for what is to come. I've also been trying to lather my body in oil as much as I can so my skin stays soft and flexible and yeah, really taking those small steps to kind of get into a place where I feel my body is ready to to receive Looking forward to the adventure that me and Alessandro are about to embark on. We are moving to Florence at the end of August for half a year. We will be coming back to the Netherlands somewhere in February next year. Alessandro is going to do a chef school there. He is going to have such a fun... He's taking a sabbatical and he's going to go to a professional chef school, not because he wants to become a chef, but really because that's been... Always one of his dreams in life to to be able to have experienced that. And people have been asking me, you know, like, what are you going to do for that amount of time in Florence? What are you going to do? And of course, I have been thinking, okay, because we are driving the car there. So, okay, what can we pack in the car? What can we take with us? Am I going to take my arts? Am I going to take my materials? Am I going to try to set up being able to teach there? Am I going to try to set up workshops there? Am I going to, like, what am I going to do when I'm there? Because one of the things that I know for sure is I'm going to study Italian. I'm going to get my Italian top notch. I'm going to be so freaking fluent. I'm going to be like water. And really excited about that. I have like a really kind of a solid base layer of Italian right now, but I would love to be more able to really have like funky conversations and, you know, just like being able to drop in wherever. And I've been feeling into what am I going to do when I'm in Italy? And I have not been feeling anything particular. I have reached out to some people to support during during retreats on beautiful retreat locations in the in the neighborhood of Florence. And that feels really good, feels very much in alignment, just being of service, helping in these beautiful facilitated moments. That is something that really, really feels good in my heart. Yeah, I've been thinking, what am I going to do when I'm there? What am I going to do when I'm there? You know, everybody has been asking me this question. And honestly, I don't know. And I've been leaning into what if I don't have to do anything when I'm there? What if, you know, I get to really, really consciously get to enjoy kind of that last moment that me and Alessandro will have together as 
you know, it being just the two of us. And what a blessing that would be. Like, what a blessing that would be to be so conscious about the fact that, you know, these are the last moments that you will have that are just the two of you. And of course, life doesn't stop when you have kids, but it feels good for me to step into that moment really consciously. Maybe it's okay if I won't do that much when I'm there. I know I'm going to fly back once for sure to make some art here, to maybe bring some art around. Like it's not all going to be on hold, but it won't be a constant of me just working like I am working now. I for sure want to keep the podcast going. Uh, That would be so fun. And of course, I'm going to keep the New Moon Musings newsletter going. But those are more so the digital or, you know, like the things that you can do from anywhere. But for my art, I have to, you know, I have to have a workshop. I have to have a place to make everything. And I won't have that in Italy. So maybe, yeah, what would it be like to let go of that? What would it be like to really surrender to that moment, to trust that things will pop up, to trust that, yeah, to trust that whatever is meant for me in that moment will come. And you know that I am freaking allowed. I am so allowed to take a break. Oh my gosh. It's so hard for me because, you know, at the same time you have this passion and you have this love for what you do and you just want to bring it out to people. You want it, you want to share it with the world, right? Like it's just But at the same time, it's so easy to get into that rat race of just going, 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 doing, doing, doing. And yeah, what what an experience it would be to let go of that and to have that, you know, be the face in my life before becoming parents. I don't know if it's all going to be this idyllic, of course, and this big fairy tale. And probably it's going to be a shit show in so many places. And that's going to be okay too. But for me, I've been really leaning into giving myself permission to enjoy that moment and to have it really be a sabbatical for me as well. And not a continuation of work just somewhere else. And a lot of stress about, I have to find people, I have to find a location, I have to da-da-da-da-da. Because, you know, just... The truth of it is Italians don't want to take yoga classes that are taught in English. They just want to be taught in Italian. And I don't know if I'll be able to teach yoga or crystal classes or anything in Italian. Like that's just not where I'm at right now. And we'll see what happens when I'm there. We'll see what happens, what comes up. But right now I'm finding, I'm finding this really sacred moment in time of, just being and preparing and nourishing myself. And it feels really good. It feels really good. Yeah. And I'm really curious to see how that's going to affect my creativity as well. How that's going to affect my intuition. It's going to be a trip for sure. Yeah. Okay. That's right. I want to leave you guys for this week. It's been a bit of a ramble, I feel, but it was what was on my heart in this moment. And I am sure people are going to relate to that because sharing from the hearts, like we're all just on the same path. We're all walking this path together. And yeah, I'd love to hear from you. 
if this is resonating. It feels so silly sometimes speaking into the void, just talking, no immediate feedback. It's nice, it's fun, but yeah, love to hear from you if any of this is resonating. And of course, if you really enjoy the podcast, it helps me a bunch if you leave a review. Super easy, it takes a few seconds on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Yeah, share about me with your friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. It's been a joy. Speak soon.